Hello everybody, my name is Juan and I'm the host of Weekly Quirks. This week's topic was chosen by the audience in the poll I attached in the last podcast. And as many of you guys might already know, the winner was Why is Reading Good for Teenagers? And for this week with me, I got my co-host, Christina. How are you, Christina? Hi Juan, I'm doing good. I was happy I received your call to record this podcast because, as you know, I love reading books. And I consider that more and more people, especially teenagers, have lost the hobby of reading and they are missing out on so many things. I couldn't agree more with you. Teenagers these days would rather, without a second thought, playing video games or watching a movie instead of reading a book. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing bad about playing video games, but there's just no comparison to knowledge reading can offer to you. Um, what are some of those benefits, Christina? Okay, well, for example, when you read, many things are happening in your brain, as it requires to concentrate on what you are reading. In, in order to understand what's happening in the story, you have to be able to connect what you are currently reading with past events to see how the story is unfolding. For that, you have to focus for a considerable amount of time, which in the technological world we have, has become very difficult, especially for younger students or younger people in general. So I believe that reading could help them to stay focused for longer, something that will be very useful when studying and in their future in general. Absolutely, it is very frustrating to get distracted by a notification on your cell phone when you are immersed into study or some important project. And the worst part of it is that a single message might make you lose your focus as you're going to be tempted to check every single app that you have in your phone. And sadly, when you realize, 30 minutes have passed by. But well, returning to the benefits, um, as you very well mentioned, reading forces you to remember aspects or facts uh, that are basic to understand. Uh, what you are reading, including the backgrounds uh, of the characters, their motivations and ambitions, uh, which means that reading is a process that boosts your memory. And there's just so many genres with different characters and storylines, which will allow you to get your imagination loose into a world of endless possibilities. Exactly. And that's why I love reading so much, because every single story is different from the other and you are able to enter into this different time or place when you open a book. And this can also help you improve your creativity. As you discover the different realms in each book, you can even start making your own ideas and creating your own worlds, which can help you with productivity as well, I think. Yeah, uh, now that you mention it, yes, it has happened to me that I read some books and then maybe they don't explain the story uh, explicitly and then you have to imagine some stuff. Uh, I think that's great. But I recall that you mentioned me that you were reading a book, but I can't really remember the name. Would you mind telling us about it? Oh yeah, of course. Well, this month I was reading a book called The Vesuvius Mosaic. So it takes place in ancient Rome where a young slave named Felix, uh, he is a mosaic maker and yep, Uh, he goes to Pompeii to make a special mosaic for a friend of his boss. But little does he know that he is about to live through history because Mount Vesuvius is about to blow up in just a few days. Um, so in Pompeii, he meets a slave girl called Agathy and she has a really strong connection to the gods and she can foresee the, fu the future. She eventually becomes his love interest, but that's not the most important part of the character in my opinion. In regards to the place of the story, uh, the protagonist, Felix, he doesn't really have much of a connection to the place itself. 
but Agathy seems to have a strong one through her gifts and through her own connection to the gods. And this is why she is able to know that Mount Vesuvius was going to blow up before anyone else. And I think that's that was a pretty interesting part of the story to know for her to know what was going to happen before everybody. Um, but unfortunately, this was a very short book. Um, so it did, really doesn't give the characters time to be uh, well-rounded and three-dimensional. And it's very, it was very hard for me to choose a favorite character or to actually get attached to them. But in general, I like the book and it's perfect for those of you who, well, like me, enjoy historical fiction and adventures with a little romance. <laughs> uh, still, I wish it was longer. If the story and the characters were a bit more developed, it would have been a really fantastic read. What about you, Juan? Did you read any good books this month? Uh, yeah, but first I want to tell you a little bit about my thoughts of your story. Well, I consider that it was really interesting, and when you mentioned the title, I slightly thought about the explosion of Mount Vesuvius, but uh, I didn't think it was actually related. Uh, maybe I'll end up reading it uh, because I consider that, you know, it's such an interesting historic event. But yes, uh, now entering to my book. Uh, a few weeks ago, I read a pretty interesting book called Chemical Secret. It's about a father, John Duncan, who lost everything in a boat accident, including his wife. And now he lives along with his two kids, Christine and Andrew, in a very small flat. He's a biologist, but he has not had any job for the last couple of years, uh, meaning that they are very poor and they cannot, well, eat well or things like that. But one day he is hired by a company that makes paint and it completely changes his life. Uh, he now earns a lot of money, has a big house, good food, but he lost some other things. I have to say I really like this book because it shows that money can buy everything in this life and there are definitely things that are much more important than that. I think that the magic in this book is that you are shown the different conflicts John has to face between being a good person or you know closing his eyes onto, onto a problematic but keeping the money that he so desperately wanted to make his family happy. But uh, then again, I wish the book would have extended a little bit more in the, in the storylines. For example, between Mary and John, Mary being a chemist, uh, John met in the factory, or even between John and his daughter, Christine. Uh, also, I think that in some part of the story, Andrew uh, stops being an important character and he just disappears. So yeah, there's a little flaws in the book, but uh, I think the main one was that it was so quick that it didn't allow the reader, in this case me, to establish like a deeper connection with the characters. But I have to be honest, I actually enjoyed the book and as soon as I read it, I spent the next hour and the next hours reading until I got it done. Your book sounds quite interesting as well, and it seems like the plot makes you want to keep reading until you finish. And that exactly takes me to my next point. Reading is a great way of escapism. When you're reading a book that you actually enjoy with a story that has you hooked up, there is just no going back from that. You're going to be eager to finish the book, which will make you spend your free time reading, something that, in the end, becomes a passion with lots of benefits. No doubt about it, Christina, I completely agree. But I would like to discuss another interesting point. The other day I read a scientific article about some of the advantages of being an active reader. Uh, as we mentioned before, reading involves a, a complex network of circuits and signals in your brain. 
meaning that when your ability of reading matures, those networks are going to get stronger and more sophisticated, and you will end up being better at understanding most of the things that yourself yourself too. And of course, that includes contents from high school subjects. This will give you a significant advantage over people who don't have reading as a habit or as an enjoyable activity, at least. That's true, but I believe that there is a problem that is worth mentioning. Mostly adults complain about the fact that kids nowadays don't have good reading habits, and they would rather spend their time tied to technology. But expecting them to have a reading habit out of nowhere makes no sense at all. There is more than enough research indicating that parents should read with their children in early ages, since it makes them have a warm and happy relationship with books, meaning that they are much more likely to carry that on in their adolescence compared to kids whose parents did not frequently read with them. Sure, and it makes all the sense in the world. Linking an activity to a positive feeling will make you want to do it more often. So, it's important to develop this habit with enough time in order to be prepared uh, when your late life as a student demands you to be constantly, constantly reading. So, bottom line, reading is great and every single teenager in the audience should give it a try. Just try it please, it's awesome. Yeah, well, it has been a really interesting podcast and I hope you guys were able to learn a lot of stuff, but sadly, we are running out of time. Uh, thanks, Christina, and see you next time. Thank you, Juan. Bye.